Excuse me. Gentlemen, I, I don't believe we can allow that plane to land at Dulles or even enter U.S. airspace. What are you talking about? Well, sir, I don't think this is about hostages. I think it's about one man planning a major strike against the United States. I think you'd better explain yourself, Mr. Gray. Ready to take a plane ride? This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Episode 444. 444! My name is Scott Johnson, joined today by the following individuals. We have Brian. How do they sneak AK-47 in the food trays done away? Oh, they stick them in that refrigerated place in the pit. Anyway, oh, oh, oh hi. Oh, hi. We're not going to make it. You are. Seagal out! Well, Stephen, here we are, explosively decompressed at 35,000 feet without a parachute. Again. Now, based on my training, the average human should have about 30 seconds of useful, useful consciousness at this height. But I'm way cooler than the average human, so 45 seconds. But I just wasted 15 seconds of that on a word math problem. Or is it math word problem? Whatever. We have been in worse situations. Now focus up. Shagool. Shagal. Seagal, no, it's Seagal, right? I mean, how have I been saying it all these years? Shaga. Ah, snap out of it, whoever you are. You know what? I don't need useful brains. I'll just fly the brain. So, yeah, take that fluffy cloud and ha! That in this roundhouse kick to your fluffy face. Ah! Oh, wait. Look, clouds. Did that experimental bomber pilot just eject from his mission plane? Oh, hello, plot hole. Here I come. All I have to do is sky fall towards him and make my position on his lap for a free ride back down to Earth. <laughs> hello, fellow American. May I hitch a ride back to Mother Russia? I mean, oh, shit. Cover's blown. <laughs> Quick, fly to safety, seagull. <laughs> How do you do the seagull thing? <laughs> That's not right. No, it's fine. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> that was great. It was very non sequitur. I enjoyed it. Uh, also with us, uh, Randy, you think that's air you're breathing. It's not. It's Steven Seagal's bits, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <laughs> Greetings from the flight deck. Uh, this is your co-captain speaking. The captain has turned off the fastened seatbelts on, and that's about all he'll do the rest of this flight, because for some reason, I'm the one you're going to see and hear from, <laughs> while your main captain is often cut right out of shots of the two of us. He might be different stand-ins, for all I know. Anyhow, I'm the one who looks a bit like Kurt Schilling, and I'm sure you saw me do an inspection of some equipment below decks just now. We've got a full sauna and steam room down there, and that's why I was covered in more sweat than a young priest at a strip club. I promise you, I promise you it had nothing to do with anything to worry about, folks. Oh! <clears throat> Uh, you may have all just felt a sudden jolt. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. 
I think we just hit a seagull. Oh, mm. nice. <laughs> Dude, that was really good. And also, you do a good uh, ca pilot uh, captain, <laughs> pilot the guy. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, totally. I like that a lot. All right, finally. Thanks, we're for all the, thanks for all the chat making the overlay from Discord cover up my notes. Oh, I appreciate it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, also, well, I say, I'm getting some echo. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, I'm getting... I'm getting go. something else. Uh, right. Finally with us, Brian, what does Oliver Platt keep chewing on, Ibit? <sighs> Hi, flight attendant Jan. Uh, I'm the guy you saw repelling down the elevator shaft. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm one of the good guys in the belly of the plane getting ready to take out these terrorists. No, no, I swear we're all good guys down here. Take Cahill, for example. He's just a lovable guy who chews on the same plastic straw for days on end. <laughs> Uh, never mind the fact that when he was in college, he and a few of his buddies figured out a way to die for a couple minutes and, and then bring themselves back to life, but also bring back horrible things they've done in the past. Okay, bad example. Deep How about cut. Louie, uh, the Asian who can steer a colonoscopy camera through a suitcase like Mario Andretti <laughs> through an obstacle course? Sure, there was that one time where he helped clone a bunch of dinosaurs that ran amok on an island, killing a bunch of tourists, but that was a long, long time ago. Uh, okay, what about Cappy? Hmm. Uh, you ever hear of Cyberdyne Systems and Skynet? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, why am I calling? Oh, uh, we'd like three chicken and two fish, and Cappy will have Terminator. I mean, tapioca pudding. Nice. <laughs> I did not arm. make all the connections of all the evilness that was on that plane. You know what? <laughs> I have got. I am convinced that the three of you have, over the last ten years, become expert. Um, like if you went to one of what are those what are those comedy writers? writers? N yeah, you know those. The, what are they called? Oh, roasts. You'd be roast writers. Uh. <laughs> you could all do it. Oh, it's okay. just amazing. Sure. Yeah, you've gained a skill. Con Ding! Congratulations and well. Look done. out, Jonathan Ross. We're coming for your job. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> oh look, uh, Brian Ibbett's here with us tonight. So everybody say hello to Brian. Yeah, they go. They go. Boy, the food here is shitty. And then they clap. I, I'm see it's, I, I don't do this, so I don't know how to write. I can't write these. Mm. But you guys have all learned how, and it's pretty amazing. Anyway, it hey, check it out. Die. Check it out, everybody. It's executive decision. Uh, a thing that we have been remiss in not seeing for years now. We've just kind of waited for it to be streaming someplace. It's officially happened. It's on Netflix now. And uh, we, we made quick uh, use of it. Got right to it jumped right to it about the week we heard well let's see we heard about it last week and we said oh we're bumping that in that's going in we're making it happen the Stuart baird 1996 action flick set in an airplane mostly with a bunch of terrorists and uh you got your kurt russell your halle berry your steven seagal and every other character actor you've ever known <laughs> right, including right, right. including paul from last week it's nice to see him back already I these tried, movies I tried to... go ahead for a long time, these movies always came in pairs. Uh, if you're wondering, this is the one that doesn't have Harrison Ford say, get off my plane. Right. 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 This is the lesser of those movies, in my opinion. I like I like the president oh, really? one a lot better than this. Than this. Yes. Oh, it, I, it I love this movie. I like this movie fine. Question, I like it. answers it. the question where the president was, because he was on the other plane. <laughs> right. That's a good point. But I like this movie fine. It's a fun, entertaining, dumb romp, right? So is the so is the Harrison Ford one, but there's something about the Harrison Ford one that is closer to the diehard template that they're all ripping off in the first place that I like more. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's Oldman's the performance. The diehard two they're ripping off, or the diehard one. Well, it's just all diehard. I mean, think about it. Even the final scene, 
they play freaking Frank Sinatra singing as the camera pans away. Yeah. It's just a complete ripoff of Die Hard. In, I've always called way. this the commando motif because it's a little, you know, like the Die Hard uh, genre is about one man being stuck in a spot where the only thing to do is to fight his way out and to stop the plot. Whereas this is a, a lot more of a special forces, you know, infiltrating a place they shouldn't be able to go. And then, you know, uh, overcoming the bad guys like commando uh, feels more like that. Like somebody was sitting around going, where could we send our team of commandos? I yeah. know. Well, Jim and John Thomas are writers of the predator and wild, wild west which brought our chicken the bucket to us. Yeah. Uh we're we're the writers behind this. Yeah. And so hmm. it's uh it was an interesting interesting ride and I couldn't help but to notice they were trying to say something but I I kept going could you speak up? I can't quite hear you. All I'm I, I think you're saying something about uh, executive decisions made by second in commands. Everybody's second in command here. We got our seconds. Yeah, we never got around. we never got the president. He's in some other they just say he's in another country. Right. We had number one, Steven Seagal, who he's out. We, had we can't him reach him second. without a sat phone. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. So but, was he in London? Because why are they so worried about London bombings? It's like no, America. They're how just, do you, they were just how do you, upset. How do you harass us? They were just upset because they're allies and they want. They, right. They right. know we're they know that, London. Well, 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 they know that that group is the same group responsible for the bomb is responsible for what's happening right. on the plane. So they're, you know, I, the, the idea that we would go, well, we got to do something because those Brits are all over our ass. I mean, that seemed weird. Cause, it seemed weird. Yeah. And also, I mean, all these movies are all hinged on the fact that we would just totally blow it. We just totally shoot that plane down. I mean, just, you know, come I, on. I'm not so sure. Like, I, so? I, we're, we're jumping way, way ahead here. This is true. But like, yeah. there's a, there's a lot of, of reasons why I actually found the, the, the complications of the plot very realistic. Mm. Uh, it's just a, a lot of the, like, the tech solutions were really magical and hand wavy. Yeah. Uh, like the whole thing, the whole thing ultimately depends on you completely not caring about any acting. There's like no acting in this movie. It's bizarre. It's, how... a, it's reacting. That's it. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good way of putting it. They should have a new category. Best react. Best, uh, <laughs> best reactor. Supporting, best, supporting <laughs> best supporting reactor. reactor. Yeah. Because <laughs> in a lot of ways, I mean, I like almost everybody in this. Like they're all really great. Uh, kind of mm -hmm. across the board uh in other in many things that they're in and this i it, it feels like they're just sort of in in a in a quick moving stream of water they're, they just, there's well they're placed in a formula and and the comparison to uh to die hard i don't want to gloss i don't want to go past that too far because uh pt or jt Walsh, pt walsh jt walsh is basically the hans booby guy right i mean basically he's <laughs> totally the too. oh i figured out a way that i can turn this to my advantage yep uh and and kind of make this this work and yeah he's ellis he's totally ellis all he needs is totally a coke ellis. give him a coke you know and you're good exactly yep totally and and that's funny uh, okay. you brought that up because i would it really was hard for me not to cue on on those moments and a couple mm -hmm. of them were things like well kurt russell's character is basically john mcclane because he's a fish out of water this isn't his jam he's not right. a terrorist expert he's a analyst and John John uh, John McClane was a cop and not a mm -hmm. anti-terrorism dude. So they kind of have to get their wits together and figure stuff out. He knew enough. He had enough training and and you know firearms and stuff to do something while he was on the plane. But you know that whole thing is, as far as I'm concerned, is picked up from that. But but what you have is a microcosm of everyone else kind of doing the Terminator thing along with Brandy's commando idea, which is totally true. 
So it's right. a weird, way, it's the, a weird hybrid. This movie, yeah. the Senator Mavros trope, is called "suit with vested interests," mm. and that's a really interesting <laughs> read. If you have a, if you have a minute sometime, read the "suit with vested interests" entry on TV tropes. It's it's fascinating <laughs> how many of these like disaster movies and and action movies and trap trapped by the villain movies have you know that guy that Senator Mavros in this case and this movie just brutally kills him and I loved it well, I they got that right was the to best it. way for him to go yeah they got right to it there was no messing around JT Walsh is was born to do this <laughs> it was yes um sadly died way early he was only 54 died yeah. in 98 two years after this but he was um he was just born to play this kind of character in everything good morning vietnam i remember him being kind of an a-hole few good men he was an a-hole sling blade it was a total a-hole like he's just an a-hole <laughs> but i'm mm -hmm. sure in real life he's this you know he's the sweetest dude ever like those guys always are but yeah right. as soon as well, you saw him you went oh the, he's gonna turn he's gonna be bad the jt walsh movie that i always note and believe me we will sack it if whatever comes on streaming is called breakdown mm. and yes. i highly highly recommend it guess who the star of breakdown is Kurt Isn't Russell. it Kurt Russell? If I'm <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, oh I love that that's movie. the that's one with the tr uh, his truck breaks down in the desert. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Yep. And his his wife uh, oh, is is sent off with a trucker to go find help. Yeah, and never seen Spot again. Move. And yeah, yep. mm -hmm. I uh, I don't remember seeing it. I don't think I did. I think I've never seen that. That would be fun to watch. I'd watch that. Oh and, yeah, oh, yeah. JT Walsh is just amazing because he is the he is the perfect borderline bad guy. He's perfect for I don't know if he's bad. And when you see him in this movie, in Executive Decision, you're like, is he a good senator or a bad senator? You don't know for a while, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, and he's got that Stephen Miller ass looking assistant that's trying to talk him into all this slimy stuff. So I kept thinking, is he going to rise above that and go against type, or is he going to get suckered in and he, he got suckered in but he got taken out so fast at least ellis kind of had some t screen time you know like he got in there sat down with uh gruber and had a chat before he got <laughs> shot and this thing it was like their first well i guess their second real meeting he brings him into mm -hmm. that room and he's like yeah, all right hey here's what we're gonna do and then boop, here's a gun oh he's got a gun in my head and then that was the end of it exactly yeah, yeah. that was by the way uh uh, that suit with vested interests trope uh, lists Dante's Peak, uh, which we just saw last week. Uh, that would be the town council oh, in Dante's Peak were the suits with vested interests. Trope. Okay, so it doesn't have to be a single. It doesn't have to be an individual. It can be a group. It can be a committee. A, yep. co a committee of vested suit interests. <laughs> but so, uh, you guys, yeah. So they made reference to uh, a couple of times in the movie. Oh, there's a good movie playing on the plane did you guys oh see what was I, playing no I actually I did it's funny but i do remember what's his face uh leguizamo i hope there's yeah, a good yeah. movie on this flight you know make yeah, actually joke. yeah i did a i kept i kept watching for like some kind of shot and i finally caught a good shot and i'm like that looks like kurt russell and a monkey and i'm like <laughs> what is that and so i look up movies and there's a movie from 1971 called the barefoot executive and it it has uh it has kurt russell in there as uh riding along with a monkey Wow. He's a young man who works really? in the mill room. Yeah, so I'm a, I think that's wow. what it is. I didn't see any trivia based on it, but I just, I just found one piece of trivia. He made this movie when he was 19. Wow. Yeah, the Barefoot Executive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. amazing. Wow. It's 19 and yeah. seven. Oh, he was on an old episode of uh, Gilligan's Island as like a Tarzan boy. Oh He's yeah, like no, I, I'm, I'm, I have a vague memory of that. I keep yeah. forgetting it was him, but yeah, this so this uh, 
he would have been this is okay the movie with the monkey is older than the tennis shoe uh thing uh, uh I think, computer I think by a year yeah let's okay. see man, right around that same time right had to be uh-huh. yeah i, I yeah. always forget that kurt russell was a kid actor like his his credits go back to when he was, was like right 11 actor. yeah it's because he came out okay on the other side yeah. yeah, you know, like as far as yeah. other kid actors, not so lucky, but he he came out okay. Yeah, we I had those tennis shoes. Maybe the most he's okay. Really, he's really <laughs> <laughs> the tennis shoes. Yeah, that was it. He's he's just. Uh, I had a, a thought yesterday because when he's in the basement, he's got a he's down. You know, slowly throughout <laughs> the, the movie, basement of, the basement of the, <laughs> the plane. basement of the plane. Yeah. He's slowly disrobing <laughs> that stupid tux he had to wear as time goes on, and at I one point that, he's yeah. wearing a vest over the white yeah. shirt, and he looked immediately to me like he could have been Han Solo no problem like oh, yeah. could have oh, yeah. totally been cast in that role totally. he may have been a little young because he is younger than Harrison Ford for that role at the time 76 right. or whatever but it would have been you know that was that was 20 years before this movie so I, yeah. I don't know how that would have worked but I just saw him in that vest and that white undershirt and I went oh my gosh freaking there's Harrison Ford or there's or, yeah. uh, there's Han Solo I think he could have done it he's just a smarmy you know he could pull mm-hmm. it off Except I made the joke on Twitter that his, instead of Chewy, his sidekick would be um, Daisy Domregu from uh, from uh, that uh, Hateful Eight movie where they had where they got they were chained together uh, the whole time. I didn't. Yeah. I saw the tweet. And I did not recognize the name, but yeah, okay, Daisy Domregu. Yeah, sure. you have to drag her shit all around the place, <laughs> <with him. laughs> spitting all over the place. Yep, I would love that. But anyway, he. Uh, I just loved him in this. He's great. Like, what's wrong with Kurt Russell? The answer is nothing. Mm-hmm. He's good. Absolutely nothing. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I could not find fault with him in any part. Like the casting, I thought a lot about it. I'm like, is he correctly cast in this movie? And the answer is yes. Yeah, he yes. is just fine. Yeah, he should be in all things. I think, or more things. Especially by the way, the the hardest thing I think he has to do in the film is land a plane twice mm-hmm. and actually look like someone who doesn't know what he's doing exactly, but kind of knows enough yeah. and is struggling and scared and all that. And he was amazing in those two scenes. Yeah. No, he's, he's great. I don't know if you guys heard, he was, uh, I guess Stallone's been bugging him to do a remake of Tango and Cash or a, a follow-up. Yeah. A and sequel or he, ref- yeah. he refuses. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I put, I put I a video in our, uh, I don't blame him, but I would totally go see that. I yeah. put a video in our chat of some like TMZ kind of guy following, Hey, Mr. Russell, Mr. Russell. <laughs> Uh, Sylvester Stallone wants to do a uh, Tango and Cash uh, sequel. What do you feel like? How do you feel about that? And he just keeps walking. He's talking. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, really? Uh, no, thanks." <laughs> you, you. But he's you kind of bulked him. up a little bit. But that beard is yeah, epic. It's so cool. You dude. saw him in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, yeah. and that was filmed three years ago. Yeah. Like, I saw both of them like, in that. No, yeah. but I'm saying how he specifically looks in Guardians Two. Yeah, yeah, and 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 his pace and his energy and all that. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I don't, and having just seen Stallone this year in an action movie, I can't imagine there's any way Kurt Russell could stand up to that. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he moves around pretty good in Hateful Eight and Bone Tom- Tomahawk, but those, you know, 2015, it's not that long ago. He was also in the Fate, Fate of the Furious, it was all right. But the one that really blew my mind was 2016's Deepwater Horizon. He was in that, I know I keep bringing this movie up about oh, disaster yeah. movies, but. He was great in that. Like that is an really underrated performance, and he's pretty spry. I don't know. Like I think it could happen. I just don't think he gives a shit. I think That's I think right. he's like Sloane. You go do you. Like the this has already happened. He tried to get him into uh, the. I keep saying the Expendables. Incredibles, the Expendables, the Expendables, and yeah. he wouldn't do it. The same reason. He's like, eh, 
I'm done. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want right. to. What I've done, I've done, and what I'm gonna do, right. I'll do, and that's good enough. And, and there's something about that I respect. I don't know. I'm just oh, saying buddy. he's Russell is now 68, yeah. and and it kind of amazed me watching this movie, Executive Decision, because he was about 45 yeah. while filming it. Yeah. And wow, um, he he's looks younger than that. that yeah. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's a handsome man. He's got the. Uh, I mean, 45. You know. For your average forty-five-year-old, yes, he looked way younger than that. And uh, also, sorry, si- other side note: now that Disney Plus is out there, people should watch Miracle. And if you always thought, "Oh, that's one of those feel-good Disney-produced sports movies," do not let that deter you. That is one of his yeah. best performances. So what if it is? Yeah. So what if it is? <laughs> but it's also based on a really cool story, and he is just freaking great. He plays the coach of the U.S. nineteen eighty hockey team. That routed the Russians that year. Oh, but it's oh. very so when, good. When was that movie? Because uh, he was he was very excited about hockey in that uh, in that Slapshot slap affair. Yeah. Oh, I forgot oh. he was in Slap. Was he in Slapshot? No. He, oh no no no. I guess just Hackman was in Slapshot. For some reason, I was thinking. I was thinking we've seen him do a a, a, a hockey coach movie before, but maybe not. Well, he did Miracle for sure, list. and that was 04, two thousand four. I've got a list here of top ten Kurt Russell. Disney movies. Did you know that Kurt Russell has a top ten Disney movie? Uh, <laughs> he, has I, enough, he has enough to warrant a top yeah. ten. Is wow. what you're right. saying. The, the the computer who wore tennis shoes. I mean, that was his first Disney endeavor, right? Or is it Daniel? That's Boone that's right here. Shoes? It's 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 coming in at number nine. The okay. computer who wore tennis shoes. <laughs> he was in the Fox and the Hound. He was yeah. in Super Dad, which is a, a great movie. He's yeah. had a long... Oh, Fox and the Hound. I was thinking Lady and the Tramp. Fox and the Hound though was wasn't that um That's that was animated as well, wasn't it? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he was just a voice of that one. Yeah. Yes. And they haven't done a live action with Fox and the Hound, by the way. They have a Lady and the Tramp now. All right. Yeah, Fox I heard that's all right. It's got Sam action. Elliott in it, kind of, so I kind of yeah, want to watch it. I feel, there. I feel like I need to. Um, but the only thing whole, I don't you, like about Disney Plus how, is they they brought all the part twos back. I'm like, I don't need none of those part twos y'all did for. Yeah, those part twos are bad. I watched yesday when Van was don't over. We it. watched uh, Lion King again, the original, and it was right. great and delightful. And when it was done, it suggested Lion King two, Lion yeah, King's don't, don't Sim- pad, don't Simba's adventure. And, yeah, it's all this TV just, crap. It's not good. I am offended that I just said I have a list of the top no. I want to hear it. <laughs> no, I just I'm offended that you didn't ask me what's number one. I want to know all of them. I want to know all ten. I want to know all ten. I was ready to ask you this, and then we took a tangent. So let's go. Let's hear all ten. Okay, I'm just gonna run through them from ten down to one. But I gotta stop before we get to number one. So it's the one and the only genuine original family band, and then. Uh, now you see him, now you don't. The computer wore tennis shoes, the fox and the hound, the horse in the gray flannel suit, Super Dad coming in at number six. Number five is Charlie and the Angel. Yes, that's a movie. Uh, number four is is Miracle. Number four is Miracle, Scott. Wow. There's three, there's three more <laughs> Disney movies to go on this list. Wow. Number three is The Strongest Man in the World. I have never seen it, but it's got Kurt yeah. Russell holding a, yeah. a big weight over his head. I want to he watch it. He eats some uh, cereal that has some kind of serum in it. I remember this as a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if all of these are on Disney Plus right now. Number two is Follow Me Boys Part One. That's the number two best Kurt Russell film. The number one, everyone, everyone (laughs) seems to agree. I just looked it up on Sky High. It's Sky High. It's on IMDb. Oh yeah, Love Sky High. That's that's a 2005 movie I've never heard of. What? And and I'm just like, we have to see this. You need to see that. It's great. 
I love Sky hey, High. You're probably the only one in this in this group who hasn't seen Sky High. Yeah, it's very <laughs> good. It's probably because we had I, probably because uh, Randy's just, just just barely younger than us. But he he didn't. I think we all probably all had kids the right age in That's 2005 for Sky High. Yeah. Whereas Randy was, oh, was Tristan yeah. in 05. Uh, he was seven or eight, seven. Let's see, okay. Tur- tur- turned eight, so yeah, eight or nine, see, eight, yeah, which was the perfect nine. age for Sing Sky yep. High. He he, yeah. we, we took him to see. I that. liked it on just my own level. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it, was I did a, too. it was a really cool yeah. take on the idea of superheroes superhero and high word, school. Uh, yeah. a superhero mm-hmm. high school. Yeah, and it had it had uh, Wonder Woman in it. What's her name? Um, Joey Dot. Uh, no, the the old one. Uh, oh, uh, Di- or, uh, yes. Diana. Diana Prince is what I just Diana Prince. Can't think of her She's name. She's a real person. Can't think of her name. Why can't I? Think of her also, name? it also had Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it, who I really like. Oh yeah, she was great. She was a young up and comer then, right? She right. was. Yeah. Uh, to answer Linda your question, uh, I think it was. I don't know who asked this, but yes, Linda the, Carter. Yeah. Oh, Linda yeah. Carter. All of these old movies, yes, are on Disney Plus now. So I just found the computer wore tennis like, shoes and including Super Dad because I can't wait to see Super. that again. I haven't seen that since I was a little kid. Actually, let me make sure Super Dad. Uh, you know I, what? I gotta say, uh, you guys, you guys got to see Sky High with your kids because they were the right age. I right. my kid is nine, and what a perfect time for Disney perfect. Plus to come along. Oh yeah, oh, dude. It is just yeah. amazing. I agree. It's I I am jealous of young kid parents at the moment because what, you have so much hair. Excuses. There's so much stuff. I'll tell you what Disney Plus doesn't have yet is uh sort of like web support that helps you find stuff like this. Like mm. I I constantly every day lately I'm like, "Oh, is such and such on this thing? What if this and that?" And you got to go search it up, you know? Like there's I I need a I need a guide, like a web guide right. to what's like on some Disney kind Plus. of, like some kind of digest of TV information. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like the reader's store. digest. No, not like that. <laughs> you know, like, are you talking about the TV guide of, yeah. uh, of Disney? Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked up the, so I was doing a search for, I don't know what it was. Oh, I was looking up Lion King and it's giving me like Black Panther. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I guess a Panther. <laughs> A Panther's fine. That I, I can see the connection, but then also Sister Act was in the results. Oh yeah, Sister Act should always be in the results. Well, and that's my point. Like they have their that part of their curation of the site. Certainly on the website, I can't speak to the mobile. I assume it's the same. Is not amazing yet. Like right. they'll they'll get better at that. I, I I have no doubt. But for the most part, it's been great. We really enjoyed but it like, here. Yeah. My example is I went to search up The Little Mermaid because that's a great movie. Yeah, sure. And sure. and there's something also called Disney's The Little Mermaid. And I'm like, what is mm-hmm. this? It's a TV series about The Little Mermaid, and it's incredibly good. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's well you made. Have to wa- you have to watch Disney's The Little Mermaid. I didn't know Did they made, I the they made a lot of TV adaptations. I don't remember The Little right. Mermaid TV adaptation. Yeah, it's Did all right. Did you guys watch that recent, uh, that little... Variety show of sorts, with uh, Little Mermaid on no, ABC, with no, the, with like kind of no. like the the singers inter- like cut in between Little Mermaid clips. Oh, the live action thing. No, yeah. uh, no, is that? Uh, I thought that hadn't it's come out Hulu yet. But right I know it had. Uh, I it's well, it was on TV. It was on. Yeah. You could actually watch it okay. on TV. I don't know if it's available anywhere streaming. Or it not. probably is on on Hulu. Right. Um, right. Like I just looked for Super Dad. I got. Um. You know, things like Ant-Man, Civil War. That, that makes sense, right? That's cool. But mm-hmm. then uh, something called, well, there's the Sound of Music. I know what that is. The Sound of Music, something called Teen Spirit. Ooh, uh, what does that smell Spirit. like? 
That's <laughs> it smells like itself. Um, <laughs> and then a bunch of Marvel cartoons. And it, so I guess what I'm saying is just a mixed bag when you do that stuff. But if you're just browsing around and you're looking by category, you're going to find some stuff you haven't seen since you were 10. And it's great. Oh, totally. Right? It's a little, yeah. yeah, but you're right. It's a little overwhelming. You almost need like a, a better way to to navigate through it. You know, the categories, the stuff that the stuff that Netflix does with the continue watching, there's mm-hmm. nothing like that on Disney Plus right now where it can say, hey, you were watching this. Do you want to pick up where you left off? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you tell you uh, who else sucks it. Watch next. Mm, Hulu. Yeah, yeah Hulu's Hulu bad. always gets it oh, wrong. Yeah. It's like, yes. They've been trying to get me to watch. Uh, was it fresh off the boat? I've never watched a single episode ever, <laughs> ever, <laughs> ever, ever. Every Why time a there? show ends, it's like, so hey, it's your fault. <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> I, at fault. one point in time, I was like, I was kind of interested in watching it. I was like, it looks. I like the guy. I've seen him in other things. He's, Randall you know, Park. Yeah. But then they they then kept showing it in my face. I'm like, I'm not watching it. I'm not watching. Yeah. If I put you know that what? in my list, no telling what you're going to make me watch next. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you're so racist. And it's really sad to me that that show's <laughs> being canceled because it's just like, it's one of the best things that's ever been on TV. And I don't understand why when I fall in love with a show, it doesn't last. Like, I'm just like, I love the good place. Goodbye. Right. I love last man on earth. It's last. Well, I, you know, like, right? yeah. And the good place it's, it's, I think it's telling the story. I think it was always intended to be a, a finite story the way they've been writing right. it. Yeah, I don't think they ever planned on just a perpetuity, but like the ones I'm bummed out about is just because I've just discovered it thanks to Brian and Nicole, but oh, we started watching yeah. Life in Pieces, and Life in Pieces is so freaking good, and then to find out, oh no, they just canceled it. I hate that feeling. It's like, gosh yeah. dang it, you guys. Somebody pick that up. Like Netflix, this is your, this is your jam. Pick that it's, up and make it. it. it it's, it's, a, it's a miracle nowadays when a show like um, Modern Family, you actually get to see the kids grow up, because like... Mm-hmm. Uh, with a, a, a sh- what's the show we were just talking about? Life um, in Pieces. Fresh off the boat. Oh, with fresh <laughs> off the boat. Uh, l- like they actually cast these kids, like little kids, and for a few years now, we've gotten to see them grow up, but they're, we're never going to get to see where it all goes. Yeah, you're never going to get full pube, as my dad would say. Now he'd oh, never say that. Nice. He wouldn't but say but that. But at some point, they're not going to be fresh anymore. Right. Right. Well, I'm just hoping that. Uh, Right. Oh. <laughs> It'll be nice and ripe off the boat. Is that what you're ripe saying? Ripe off the boat, yes. <laughs> I take back my pube comment. It could be taken in the wrong way. Right. All right. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that stuff sucks. But back to executive decision. Executive decision <laughs> made by our Secretary of Defense, right? Because they kept talking yes. about it. it was an yes. hour and 22 minutes, and I had to put pause on the, on the Netflix to try to figure out because they very seriously looked at the camera and, and said, it's time for an executive decision. Right. And I was oh, like, I oh, the movie. Yeah. yeah. And so I had to see where it was at. And it was like about an hour and 22 minutes in. And I was like, did they actually call the president? I don't even, I think the president's dead. I don't know. They just keep, well, we're, he's not there. They're also, yeah, they were cagey about it, but they were also, mm-hmm. um, I've been misled or, or I had a Mandela effect happening, uh, where I thought that I've, I've just been under the impression that Seagal died like 10 minutes in. It's not, yeah, it's like 45 minutes it's, in. It's 45. Yeah, it's it's really 45? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's that much setup of on the ground before they actually get in the Yeah, 45 right, minutes. Because, because we have to also establish Kurt Russell, who, mm-hmm. by the way, throughout this whole movie, this is a trope, uh, throughout this whole movie, Kurt Russell's character is wearing a U.S. a, a ring, a class ring from the U.S. Naval Academy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he is a form, former Navy officer, right? right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. we, I don't understand why we're treating him like he is some nerd 
who's never been in a plane. You know, it's just so weird. I, I think this. I think a lot of this stuff was edited out. I because I I felt like there was stuff that was there. And there were jokes and and conversations that happened that got cut because it was already a two hour and twelve minute movie. And if you'll notice, a lot of the setup dialogue is really fast and really goes goes goes. And then the things they really sit on, you know, is twenty minutes of looking at wires. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and like one of the things that felt cut <laughs> was the explanation of why Seagal takes Kurt Russell on the mission because. That we were given this little bit as they go into the in into the war room where you know, Seagal is like, that's the nerd who set us up, yeah. who sent us into the villa in Italy mm-hmm. with bad intel. And you're like, oh, he's gonna kill Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. like yeah. right? Like that's what it seems like. He's he's asking him to go on this mission so he can right. throw him out of an airlock or, and, yeah. or something, and humiliate like, him or something. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And and then that doesn't transpire at all. Not even close. Mm-hmm. They actually play. Uh, Steven Seagal as as a real good guy hero, you know well, it's like what Seagal? What Where, how does Se- change? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Seagal stopped the film. He said, "I will not return back until you give me the ending that I want." My fans, and he was pretty popular at this point. My fans will not accept me dying in such a ridiculous manner in which they had planned out for him. So that's the reason why he came back really? and had this heroic death. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's an that. interesting thing how things went down with this. Film. He was a real a hole on set, uh, which I don't yeah. probably is not going to shock anybody, but um, apparently he's a like okay. So according to John Leguizamo, this is in the trivia yeah. in his autobiography, he says Steven Seagal physically <laughs> attacked him during filming uh, in a effort to elbowed scare... him into a wall or something. Yeah, he said Did it was an effort to. He said he was an effort to scare the cast and crew. Leguizamo claimed that yeah. he'd been laughing at something Seagal said, thinking it was a joke. <laughs> Seagal proved him wrong by elbowing him against a freaking wall. <laughs> nobody laughs at the gall. Yeah, nobody does that, except right now I'm going to play this. Vladimir Putin. I'm laughing at that because that's a terrible pronunciation. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if anyway. You're not, if, you're not, if you're not familiar, with, if, you, if you're a Seagal fan from back in the day and you haven't checked up on your hero lately, don't. Yeah, <laughs> things aren't great. In Seagal don't. land, no. Don't, but go I, but I'm, for, don't go looking for it. I am going to say, though, I, I really believe this. I think he's very good in this. Like, I think he's, he's oh, for what, however long he's on, he's perfectly cast for what it needed to be. He delivers stuff better than most of his movies. Um, mm-hmm. The only exception is probably that train one. What's that called? Uh, uh, um, Seagal throws mama from the train. No. <laughs> uh, stop or my mom will shoot Seagal. No. <laughs> shoot your mama? I can't remember the name of it. Oh, oh, we talk about Under Siege 2. Under Siege oh, okay. 1. I'm like, I'm like, when was he in a train? I'm like, oh, 2, Under Siege 2. Was it that Under was Siege 2? Yeah. yeah, that was Catherine Heigl's uh, first time I saw her was in that film. What am I thinking of? Oh, Under Siege 1's on a ship. Right. Ship. Well, I yeah, think the ship is... Leniac. Yeah, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. But anyway, he, he's, he hit a point where he kind of peaked, sure, but while he was peaking, it was like, all right, genuine, you know, kind of magnetic, interesting... Well, Character. I think it's because this role really feeds to the Steven Seagal character. Right. I, mean, I think he right. is kind of the way that his that Austin Travis. <laughs> uh, yeah, he played himself uh, in this movie. Basically, basically Worst played himself. Names, like, yeah, right. Austin, Austin Travis. Travis. Oh, like, such like, terrible names. Like the reincarnation of two different Texas war heroes from the Mm -hmm. 19th century combined right (laughs) also isn't austin in travis county or something 
So it's like yes. a yeah. yeah everything see. in Texas is named after those guys. All, yeah. the, all the people who died in the Alamo and fought huh. at San Jacinto, all of them are everything. Everyone's Austin or Travis or Houston <laughs> or, or Houston. Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Uh, we, we, it, we only talked to the second about uh, like Wasamo is is like rat, mm-hmm. and I think I think he's probably. I I just really enjoyed his character, and I, but I didn't understand. This once go, once again goes back to this weird. Did we get the shots we needed? I don't think so, because we have Rat get shot. I mean, like shot hard, like mm, he mm-hmm. getting back up hard. And at the end of the film, he's like he's like walking with Cappy, no problem. He's like, oh, okay, we got a Cappy. I'm, oh, I'm trying. Right. Yeah, last we see him on the plane, the the main the big bad has just yeah. shot him, and he's like face down on the ground in the in the upper level, which we only yeah. see the upper level of that plane, like. Oh briefly yeah. a couple times yeah movie plays. But then he shoots him then he ends up shooting the the big bad who by the way plays right. perot mm-hmm. on that freaking british show that's mm-hmm. been on forever and ever and he last time mm-hmm. by the way last time we saw effective. him was um wing commander i think yeah mm. he was effective he was really yeah, he's good. great i like that guy he lot. is uh he is basically the um the middle yeah. eastern michael ironsides yeah yeah there except he except what's funny is i think he's french I think he's not. Even oh, is he? Oh, he probably yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. You got me realizing the names in this movie weren't really thought through very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like Austin Travis is way too good, but then you got these guys named Rat, Cahill, Cappy, yeah. Baker. Like, come on. Yeah. That's just no. Lazy. Listen, have you ever been in a you know in a a, a special uh, a special force army group where we give each other nicknames? It's, you oh, know, God, we, no. we give each other nicknames like Happy no, right. and Neither have the writers. Like <laughs> Happy, I understand <laughs> that happens in the in reality. Austin right. and Travis are names from reality. It's just weird. Yeah, right. It's so. Uh, has can you guys think of another special forces film uh, that neutered the special forces so quickly? Is this movie? Because I mean, it was just like, <laughs> hey, we got the lead guy. He's out. We got Cappy. Mm-hmm. Break his neck. Who else oh, we got? Uh, dude, I have a better example of this. Oh, good. And, and in fact, I conflate these movies, uh, uh, the, the, at least this, the Special Forces part, and that's The Rock. Uh, uh, 94 oh, is The Rock. Because, uh, in fact, there's a guy who reminds me of Leguizamo who is killed like almost immediately as soon as they come out of that shower drain. But you remember that right, whole scene right. where they're all kind of sneaking up through the ta- sour, uh, shower drain and then Ed Harris and all his people take him out from right. up above? Mm-hmm. To me, that is the ultimate in... Right. Let's just take out the whole SEAL Team Six. At least in this one, you had like two or three survivors. Um, but in that, yeah, I, I would. So, so that's to answer your question. I would argue. That's funny. That so the Joe, movie Joe I always Wharton. confuse this with is uh, Passenger Fifty Seven because oh. I was oh, like, if you were to ask me before we watched uh, Executive Decision, um, who's the female flight attendant in in uh, this movie, Brian? I would have said, well, let's see. Holly Berry was the one in Passenger Fifty Seven. I can't remember who the one is in this one. <laughs> The answer is well, Marla Maples Trump. Marla Maples Trump. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Marla Maples. Where was Halle Berry Trump. in her career at this point? Because she was so Very early. Uh, early, yeah, but this we was were... her first million dollar paycheck. It says yeah. in the trivia. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So because she was kind of playing the uh, the speed uh, wildcat, right? She was. Uh, oh she yeah, was Sandra Bullock in Speed. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Sure. So she was kind of playing kind that of. role. Mm-hmm. Second in command or second fiddle to all the men. Yeah. yeah. She's on. She's on the. She's on the the side of the, the the victims but she's she's helping she's like on the inside yeah. yeah i was trying to figure out what her equivalent what her diehard equivalent is i mean the the thing with diehard is we didn't have like this group of people that was inside the building that that um was somehow helping bruce right. willis everybody that was 
outside the building well not even everybody was helping him it was really just uh, the cop um right. everybody else on the outside was kind of <laughs> against they really missed themselves. they really missed a speed moment i mean because they had they had implied early on that if they dropped it below a certain altitude that the bomb would go off and so there was several times i was like why are you going up go down yeah more thrills mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i forgot about that there, that is the speed element in here that speeds of the Absolutely. superior film by the way i think i think oh, speed's well, better than of this. course it's i love how they they rule out everything you might come up with that they should do like right. as they get, we got on the plane. Shit, we don't have anything except a bunch of endoscope cameras for some reason. That's the one yeah. thing we got. The, with we got to take these first. Like, it's <laughs> almost like they they're making a movie. They knew they were making a movie in addition to breaking into a plane. Right. Uh, so, but like everything, everything they might need, you know, they they don't have now. And then yeah. as time yeah. goes by, they keep discovering technical limitations. And it's just like, it's like we're going to rule out, could we go down in al- al- altitude? No. Look right here. There's a there's a funny looking mm-hmm. thing. I promise you it means we can't go down in altitude. Okay. Yeah. You know, like it's just ridiculous yeah. how, how every little thing goes wrong for them to the point that the only thing they can do is have Kurt Russell land a plane. <laughs> Oliver, right. Oliver Platt also has this thing in this era, the nineties where you just hired him whenever you needed a slightly overweight, nerdy hair in his face, <laughs> yeah. fish out of yeah, water right. kind of role. You can't, he did you it. can't trust him because immediately when it's like when shit hits the fan, he's like, I'm going to negotiate. Exactly. All right, I'll go surrender. I'm going to go and let it, let him know that we're down here and yeah. maybe they'll be nice to us. By the way, is, uh, is his straw the thing that gross got out the most? Yes. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's gotta be. Yeah. Looks coffee stirrer like, straw. You're giving me this thing. Like you've been chewing on this for the last, who knows how long? Cause you had it when we were on the phone back in Washington. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's gross, dude. It's the grossest like the thing in the movie. Yeah, that was an oral fixation for engineers and tech guys. It seems like it was a guy yeah. sucking on a Twizzler earlier in the in the show who was. I get Twizzlers though. At least you're eating something, you know. Like this thing is right. like. But he wasn't eating it. He was just hanging it in his mouth on on it. Yeah, <sighs> that's a, that's almost worse than in some ways. But I just I'm sure it was oh, Twizzler. Totally. It wasn't Red Vines. It was it was it was uh it had the edges right. Just stinky chewed on don't Oliver Platt straws. The, don't Blah. they both have ridges? Twizzlers and Red Vines? I thought that was Ruffles. No, they have. They all have. <laughs> no, they have. They both have ridges. They're just totally different shapes and then flavors. But the ridges are there. Like the. Well, the, the wait, wait, you said they had totally different shapes. What's the different whoa, shape? Whoa, whoa, I thought whoa, whoa, they, were, well, they looked identical. No, oh, not, no at all. not at all. Red Vines are. Yeah, red, uh, red Vines are like a more red. Oh, straws. They're yeah, straws. they're like straws. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And they're and they're fatter. They they're kind of a, a more. They have a larger circumference. They have a hole down no. the middle, and their texture is different, and their color is brighter. I guess uh, I need to see a cross section. Yeah, like, that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm Google imaging search right now. Yeah, yeah I'm too. <laughs> versus. Oh, they look a lot alike. Oh, they do. I don't yeah, know. they look you more know, like that. Twizzlers are glossier. Yeah, for sure. Red uh, vines are more matte. Oh, here we go. Great picture right here. Yeah, because uh, I know they're. I'm 100. percent They're darker. I just don't know if any of these pictures yeah, the are going to show. Two seem to be bigger. One. Yeah, that's there's the comparison right there. The Twizzlers on the left and the Red Vines on the right. Yep. More uh, glossy Twizzlers, matte. Yeah, they're also Twizzlers have a different consistency and texture. But if we're looking at if we're talking about just the look of them, they both have yeah. the ridges. Yeah, the ridges are and maybe more raised. Like plastic. <laughs> the ridges are more raised on the on the Red Vines because I don't know why they just are. Right, and the others are more like I don't know. They're more like coated with like. I don't know, they're more gummy. It's hard to explain. Now, but. now I'm not 100. That's the reason why I like the uh, the the pill things that Twizzler does 
those are different. Twizzler pills. Like pills? Yeah, they like you pill them. They're like pull and pill. Oh. Do you ever have a you ever have Dr. Pepper flavored Twizzlers? I have. They're very good. No, I've had Mr. Pib. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you live in Pib country? Is that where you're at down there? That's right. It's like, hey, you got some Pib? Nah, that's a lie. Actually, we have what's called <laughs> Mr. Pig. That's right. Shut up. From the, from the Piggly Wiggly. You have a drink called Mr. Pig that that is like Mr. Pib, which is like Dr. Pepper, right? Exactly. No, it's it's not a knockoff of Dr. Pepper. It's a knockoff of Mr. Pib, for sure. <laughs> That's Mr. Pib is a knockoff of Dr. Pepper. So is it? <laughs> That's by, what I'm saying. By trans, uh, what what I'm saying. the trans properties of. <laughs> What about Doctor? How, like how do we? Xerox a couple of copies. Where do we? Where do we? Doctor Thunder. Yeah, where do we? Where do we stand on Doctor Thunder? How do we feel about that? That's the that's uh, the Walmart brand, right? Right. I think. Right. Isn't that the Walmart brand? Yeah, it is the Walmart brand. Um, I I can't remember where you get Doctor Thunder. Uh, whatever. It's not like good. My Mr. From, Pig. from Down Under. Yeah, you get it from Down Under. <laughs> is where you get it. Because Mister Pig sounds nothing like Doctor Pepper, right? It sounds like a definitely a ripoff of. Mr. Pib. Oh yeah, Mr. for sure. Pig. If they're yeah. not ripping off Mr. Pib with Mr. Pig, then right. then I don't know what to believe anymore. That well, that has to be the case. By the way, okay, back to Marla Maples Trump for only a second. Sure. Uh, we have her in this. She barely says anything. She's one of the stewardess ladies. She's not the one that dies. She's the other one. Scotch. Flight attendant. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it was the. 90s. Now wait, was she the one that took the million dollar baby hit, or was she? Uh, upstairs too. uh Did she get married she no, no she, she yeah, she's the one upstairs sitting next to holly berry oh, saying you. don't grab the manifest oh my god what are you gonna do what yeah. are you doing we're gonna die that was her whole shtick was just being nervous yeah. next to holly berry but no the one that, the one that took the million dollar baby hit was mary ellen trainer who was in die hard as a mm-hmm. um as a uh, uh newscaster right and she was oh. she uh so i was gonna say there's that crossover but also we don't we we i don't know if any of us realize this but marla maples trump was also in maximum overdrive which we saw oh was she really yeah. <laughs> a very small role like this <laughs> but uh but so was bart simpson yeah so, that's true nah. so was the green goblin <laughs> that's uh, right the green goblin had a very small of, but significant role in maximum overdrive plus a non-speaking role <laughs> this is true now here's another leguizamo I, note from his autobiography he says he's big on improvisation and says a ton of his lines were improv and it did not agree with Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell did not like that. It oh, pissed yeah. him off. He likes to go by the script, read your thing, and get out of here. So it got so bad, apparently, it got into some shoving match, which was initiated. The actual shoving match was initiated by that line where he says, hope the smell doesn't give us away with his feet. And right. it just pissed him off. It sound like Leguizamo is the problem here. He's already got a fight <laughs> with two cast <laughs> members. Exactly. Maybe it's you. Like basically just everybody takes turns pushing Leguizamo around set. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy who. And then when I was on Two Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar, uh, Terrence Stamp pushed me around a lot. And uh... oh, I forgot he was in that. He's one of the he's one of the drag queens in that. Isn't he? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm confusing. That's the the uh, Priscilla Queen of the Desert was Terrence Stamp. Oh. oh, right. The other one was the Americanized one with like. Right. Uh, it was the, with the, the don't put baby in the corner. Right. Swayze and. Uh, <laughs> don't show me. Snipes? Was Snipes the other one? Yes, Wesley Snipes was in it. Yeah. It's not good. Always bet on black. I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, and I like the other one, the Priscilla Queen of the Desert one, which this is based on. I like that. That was yeah. good. Yeah. Those Australians, they know what they're doing. 
It's basically Mad Max uh, cross dress. Oh, jeez! Edition. <laughs> I'm having a huge, huge right. flashback to the days of Extra Life Radio, Scott. There was a discussion a long time ago about is John Leguizamo the most famous person from Colombia? Mm. Oh. And uh, uh, you, I, maybe you remember this, Brian Dunaway. But uh, mm. the argument was, of course. Or is it Shakira? <laughs> yes. I do remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or is it Shakira? Shakira. Yeah. Or or was uh, it Obsidian who was arguing? I can't remember which side he was arguing. I think he was arguing Shakira because he was really. I think her. I think nowadays you could make the case for Leguizamo. He has just had the greatest agent that ever lived, and Leguizamo never stops working. He mm-hmm. always has these these really choice roles. Think about it. This is a mm-hmm. great role if you can get it. He gets to mm-hmm. have tons and tons of screen time and dialogue. He's a badass. He goes out like a badass. Like everything about it is just awesome. And he he gets the final shot, right? Yeah. He gets yeah, the yeah. he's the one that mm-hmm. takes down the head villain, mm-hmm. right? Right. Right. Shoots him three times in the in the white say, shirt. Yeah. Sofia Vergara is from Colombia. I think she's currently the most. Oh yeah. Colombian. You know what? Brian's right. I'd give it to her for now. For now. Mm-hmm. I think Leguizamo, Leguizamo's got, I mean, that dude is in everything and he's great and I really like him, but I think that maybe she's the, if you were just talking about pure like notoriety and fame at the moment. Like people recognizability right now, actually they're probably both up there. I didn't know Leguizamo was from Colombia until this moment. So he was a great clown in uh, Spawn. Yeah. He he was uh, very good in um, uh, Moulin Rouge a few years after this. Well, 2001 or whatever it was. Yeah. He was great in uh, that the other uh, Baz Luhrmann thing for the Romeo and Juliet deal with uh, Leo DiCaprio and what's her name? Mm-hmm. The he one was, that was called Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, he was a Capulet or one it. of the I don't remember which brother he was, but he was very good in that. Oh he's, right, he's yeah. great. He's the he's that Romeo's funny... Romeo's a Colombian brother, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mauricio. Yeah, whatever it was. And then they had the um, uh, the cartoons. Oh, uh, the Ice Age movies. He's very good as oh, the sloth guy. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I like him. Mm-hmm. The, other, the only other the actor, yeah. the other actor in this movie I want to bring up is Richard Rila. He is a very noticeable, wide-faced, balding white man with a huge mustache. Yep. Who you have seen in other <laughs> things. Most importantly, in uh, Office Space, where he invents yeah. <laughs> the jump to conclusions mat. Yep. Uh, right. Richard Rila is still living. He is just like. He's the he is the mystery trope in this movie. You spend the whole movie, you're supposed to wonder who's the when who's the sky marshal with a gun. Yeah. And it turns out to be this dumpy, oh. funny looking guy. Yeah. Don't we find that out really early yeah. on? Like as soon as the terrorists uh mm-hmm. know, we see him shove his badge in the Yeah, it's like th- it's like thirty minutes in or something. It's like wow, okay. It's like thirty yeah. minutes in or twenty five or whatever it is. Whenever they yeah. take over yeah. the plane, he he, yeah, he he takes his badge wow, off and all man, that. If is... anyone ever needs to play Wilfred Brimley's dad, Richard right. Rila. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're talking about Leguizamo one. being active. Have you seen this guy? Oh, he's busy, dude. Oh. He's in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's in but everything. He'll just he'll take any small role. He'll take a one line role on any TV show sure. or whatever. Well, he's yeah. he's got fourteen things in post production right now. <laughs> Maybe not fourteen, but a lot. I'll like do that. at least I'll ten. Do that. Yes. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. He's, I'll do it. What are you doing it? He's a busy anyway, boy. Lots it? of TV as well. Did all kinds of special guest stars on stuff. He, he's just a great example of how this movie wanted a cast 
that you couldn't look away from. Like even mm-hmm. just the the people sitting in the seats in the plane all look interesting. They all like when they have to all jump around and look like they're terrorized in in a yeah. falling plane. Mm-hmm. They're just a bunch of really interesting actors. Yeah, and he's just like he leads them up for me. Oh, he was the, the uh, prince. He played Prince Principal Rooney in the Ferris Bueller TV show. I forgot that was even a thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. All right, that's cool. He's also one of our Trek connections, which are many today. It's like sixteen or seventeen people of all the wow. Trek. Yeah, tons of them. Tons of them. Tons. But yeah, look at his. Uh, Brian's right. His... He was in Enterprise and Voyager and TNG. Yeah, he's right. on my favorite episode of TNG, which is the Inner Light, the one where uh, Picard uh, oh, lives a whole likes. other life and oh. to play learns how to play the flute. Four hundred. Uh, 400 credits, guys, in actor credits. Wow. That's wow. something. Now, I always do him from uh, Grounded for Life. That was the first time I really went, oh, there's that guy. Yeah. He's in mm-hmm. Chekhov's gun, which is funny because we're kind of just talking about him like he's one. Right. He's anyway. Chekhov's gun. He is literally <laughs> Chekhov's gun. Yeah, he's literal, the literal embodiment of Chekhov's gun. Anyway, that's fun now to we see. Brought up the, we brought up the chick in the bucket earlier. What is our chick in the bucket? Uh, Marla for me, Maples it is Trump. absolutely... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say Marla Maples Trump, but I'll I'll defer to you. Go ahead. <laughs> right, right. Well, no, like we get we get closure on a lot of characters, but the one for me that's a total chick in the bucket is the pilot of the special plane that that ejects. Yeah. Oh, right. Because for the rest of the movie, for the rest of the movie, that guy is just slowly falling oh, from yeah. thirty thousand feet in a parachute. Totally, and he actually could have radioed or or like gotten a hold of uh, people to say, no, no, we got everybody on the plane. They're on there. The the package is dropped. Alpha one is go oh right that's, I what, think that's that. what confused me because i was like why did they leave that in why why did we need to see that the pilot was okay that that, that mm-hmm. caused more trouble than it was uh it would also have been a little more serious if they just blown it up it would have been a little hard a lot more like oh man we're really gonna it's like when they killed uh yeah takahashi or whatever his name is in die hard right and you went oh this is serious we're not just mm-hmm. they're not screwing around and that's why actually really i don't mean to jump so far ahead real quick but i the the scene where Head Batty lets his gun fly and ends up killing the pilot and the co-pilot toward the end mm-hmm. of the film uh, through the walls there, that was really effective for me. Like I saw that yeah. and went, oh shit! Like it it's- was, but boy, for a movie where oh my god, somebody who barely knows how to fly land a plane has to land the plane. Yeah. It yeah. really wasn't that dramatic a land the plane experience. Was it because yeah. of because airplane exists and that movie made all other landings I think it was ridiculous? They were just exhausted from the whole rest of the movie. <laughs> it was like, all right, so now we've got this exciting action sequence where he has to land the plane. Uh, you know what? Let's just have him drag it across the runway and <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, was, land in some sand. Yeah, was, let's have him. Let's have him blow up about four, uh, forty-two million dollars worth of private planes. Let's destroy <laughs> That's those. That's right. We're we're all ready to go home. Let's yeah. just you have him I, just. <laughs> did I mention the two hours and twelve minute runtime? I mean, because if they if they if they totally cut the scene at the beginning when he is learning to fly and then cut that scene at the end where he lands like that and just said they landed instead i mean ugh. i i mean yes and no like we always complain about when run times are too long and you're like okay that was way too much time spent uh, going in and out of a uh, of a passageway above the passengers or mm-hmm. uh de- diffusing a bomb or whatever but I felt like this movie used its time very wisely. Mm-hmm. I like at the, by the end of the movie, I was like, "What would I have cut?" I can't think of much. You know, they they spend a lot of time 
looking for looking for that one specific guy who's just got a little package of diamonds, thinking that he's got the the de, um, the detonator switch, yeah, or the secondary switch. I would have gotten um, so much. Yeah, that that probably you could have still had the drama of the oh my god, where is this guy without the uh you know all right Holly Berry holding her hand up to the camera he's in twenty one k and you know did we need did we need like almost five minutes worth of uh, special forces weird side flash not even a flashback some kind of weird side flash oh that was weird where they're in a totally different camera thing I don't like like that that desaturated like desaturated and and slow-mo but not good slow-mo like weird choppy slow-mo like oh remember this I I do not like that there was plenty of times when we were looking at terrorists through uh, like you said the colonoscopy cameras that I could have done without there was plenty of times just walking around I didn't need the Oh, there's so much I would have cut. Yeah, there chop, were a few chop, things chop, 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 that they probably could have. Well, I'd those, be in there that, like a chopped salad at Subway. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> that, that whole bring your own surveillance trope is, you know, in service of it being a movie, but it's way too convenient that they can just suddenly see wow. into any angle, Every, any part of the plane they want. Yeah. yeah, Everything is too convenient because, come on. I mean, well, I guess it's not too convenient. Actually, the part that's most inconvenient is the idea that we did not set our movie up where there would be some special forces already on the plane. Instead, we have to bring in this weird angle of going, we're going to try this experimental craft that's going to hook up to the bottom of another plane and we're going to cut a hole into it. And I was like, oh man, I'm parking my door hard over here. I'm like, mm, just, my brain just, oh. Yeah, you got to <laughs> park, park your door and your brain. At park, the door. park my door brain. <laughs> Open yeah. the door, park the brain. Yeah, it's definitely one of those <laughs> but, uh, movies. It did strike me though that, um, there. well, there's a couple things that jumped out that I had to mention. This is Oceanic, once again. Oceanic is... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, is the is the five 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 of of uh, airlines for movies. <laughs> it doesn't exist. It's a fake airline. They used it for Lost. They use it here. They use it everywhere. And what and I it's but, because there's some good stock footage that you can buy of Oceanic plane oh, really? taxi taking off, landing, flying through. Well, the my air. my understanding is that it used to there was an airline called Ocean, and they always have to add the IC to the logo either in post or on the actual planes. And in this case, they did. The, this plane, the 747, which was retired after all this use, uh, had ocean on it, and they put an IC right. at the end to... Uh, and to really sell it, so they to find, made you some... find a defunct airline company. Yeah. Boy, good thing it wasn't TWA. All they could do was just add a T to the end. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Nice. Nice. That's good. good. I want that airline, honestly. Yeah. Speaking, <laughs> plus, I, plus, I want some of that hand lotion they had in the bathroom to say that, too. That'd be great. Thanks. Oh, yeah, Good sure. You. Don't see that very often, and, do you? Mm-mm. Speaking of, of stock footage, give me one last trope alert. Okay, here you go, right here. I mean, I saw all those jets take off in those exact shots in Top Gun. Oh, I mean, okay. every they, single yeah. one of those shots, that stock footage, uh, the stock footage, they also, it didn't look like the rest of the film because it was probably shot with different cameras, different film. Sure. And so they went out of their way to change filters and looks when you're mm-hmm. coming in and out of that stock footage. And I was just, I found it so jarring. Like we didn't need it. Oh, yeah. we're sending in the F-111s. Thank you. We don't need to, like, that's great. Good. Just yeah, say that. You don't have to tell don't us. Need to see them. I, I agree. I, although I don't know, we may get emails about this. I always thought it was famously the the or, sorry Top Gun famously made sure that there was no stock footage. Everything was filmed and and no, done. Well, I'm the saying movie. the shots in Executive Decision looked like they bought from whoever no. owned the shots right. from Top Gun. Could be. Uh, could like, be. Could be the same production just, company. Yeah. Right. 
I could see that. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, this is our director's debut, right? This is his, and, it is. And he was. He also edited the film too. I believe he was. He did, he's was an, he's a huge editor. That's his main gig in right. Hollywood. So if you go look at his his credits are far and wide with editing. Uh, this guy has right. done. Let's see. Sorry, I still got Richard Goofball on my screen, which here. is odd because that's probably my biggest complaint is the, the editing. editing and i don't usually <laughs> complain about the editing and it's not the cuts that are the problem it's just well look at what this guy's known known for so so yes you're right it's his first editing job or, or sorry directing, uh, directing job. job but usually edits he's done everything from uh skyfall uh well green lantern's not his fault but you know the editing <laughs> uh, you can cut that all day baby casino it's royale he did all, the, all the recent bond stuff um maverick Demolition Man, some older ones. Like he, he's his main thing in this world is, is editor, and he, then he directed a few movies. Movies that started with this, and then he did one of my. I know it's I'm, I'm not alone, but I'm kind of rare in this space. But I really like Star Trek Nemesis, and that's his. Oh yeah, I did too. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, when he did U.S. Can, Marshals, I thought was was all right. Mm-hmm. It was all, all right. right. It wasn't as good as the movie was based on, but you know, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like he he did okay. But this uh, yeah, the Stuart Baird guy, British director, and um, I don't know, it's it's fine. There's nothing wrong. I mean, my biggest hang up, honestly, is that Jerry Goldsmith's score sounds like every Jerry Goldsmith score ever made. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's nothing unique about it. I and was that kind very of excited me when I saw it, and I was like, but it oh. is like a, a a good and a bad, right? It's like oh, like, yeah. awesome Jerry Goldsmith score. He's so good. Okay, yeah, that's a Jerry Goldsmith. It's really good, yeah. but it does sound like everything else he's done. Yep. Good job. I mean. I want to agree with you and dislike it, but my gosh, like we've seen, we've seen total recall. We've seen Congo, like we've seen the Jerry Goldsmith, big ones. This is up there. Like this music really got my heart pumping. I I thought like, wow, this is a very exciting film and I'm just hearing music so far. I guess I wanted to feel that. I didn't feel this time music and watching people cut wires. (laughs) (laughs) But if you look at our, if you go to filmsackstats.com and you look at, or all the movies we've seen that dude is just about our official composer he is in everything we watch i swear but he was doing everything i mean it was bound to happen right? yeah very busy guy <laughs> yeah is it is it that he just happens to land on somewhat laughable right. bad films that we're yes. gonna watch on film sec yes. or just that he was in everything for I don't a while know. i don't know it's hard to say because he's in lots of great stuff uh or he mm-hmm. did music for a lot of good stuff i think part you know maybe he's just the hans zimmer of his time and yeah. just did everything very prolific yeah I don't know. He died, right? His son still around, or was it the other way around? Some Jerry and Joel. Ah, I forget. We've talked about it a hundred times, and I don't remember. Yeah. But, what about what about Jim Thomas and John Thomas, uh, <laughs> the twin the twin writers of this film? Oh, are they? Are they? I, I didn't know they were. Who twins. I went? Yeah. Who I went down a rabbit hole to learn about? Tell who's me about actually them. doing their own thing. Yeah. Well, you know, I talked earlier that they did. Uh, they wrote Predator. And by the way, they, they there's rumors that Predator was based off. Uh, a joke for Rocky four. What would, what would, uh, Stallone do if he had to, uh, if he had to fight an alien? Oh, and that's, that's not how true. It started. It's a lie. Oh, that's it's a, a lie. lie. Oh, it was a lie. But there is a, no, but a let's rumor. put that on IMDb because somebody will believe that. Right, 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 right. right, right. So, oh, you know, it's already, it's already out there that people believe that. Oh, okay. you'd, you'd think if you were a professional writer, you might grow up and write yourself a better name than John Thomas. That's just, what well, Jim <laughs> and John. I mean, it's like, oh, it's Jim and John's. Like, yeah. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. Let's work hard on that. And uh, those yeah. are all penis names. Everything about him. <laughs> John right, Thomas, Jimmy, Jimmy Thomas. Your Jimmy is your- oh, kicked me right in the John Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of my favorite euphemisms for wiener because it feels so old. Some, uh, they've done some pretty interesting uh, 
interviews recently and they're doing uh, they're doing something like about salsa and mexico whoa i started to go down and i was like wait brian back up you wait, can back that to later salsa like uh salsa the music like the or salsa, salsa. The food? no no oh. see, salsa the foot put in your face salsa oh interesting okay let's see here i'm looking at their stuff wait they did a predator holiday special in 2018 <laughs> Now I'm going down the rabbit hole. This is right. Don't do it. Back to the movie. All right. I don't want to know about that. Did they write the line, get to the chopper? They must have. uh, Yeah, that's a good question. What a a victory. They wrote that line. (laughs) It's a highly remembered, you know, it's in the zeitgeist. People remember. Get to the chopper. It's absolutely in the the memory of all movie viewers because of his delivery, not because it's a great written (laughs) line. I know, but sometimes those but, things, you know, they can, there's a confluence, and it's good. The, 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 but happened. didn't he do it first in Commando, and then? No, I don't think so. Did he? Yeah. Was I that like so. his "I'll be back" for for that time? I, or was I "I'll be know. back"? I, I thought it was just. I may remember that. I may be, be remembering that. Yeah, I, I don't know why. So uh, that's is a periodic reminder. It's nice to bring up Predator occasionally because we've never done it here, and yeah. we're terrible. And people. I have the three D version of the print we need to, <laughs> we need to watch that damn thing gosh dang it <laughs> what is wrong with us oh my gosh well it just hasn't shown up on uh streaming Stream. right is it there right. now and we just don't know it that's what i want to know because that would hide hiding this like is this hiding there like like some kind of predator like oh, uh, <laughs> a, uh phased out Oh, they this added is a time to remind you that we have the frog pants central discord you can find a link to it on the website and uh you're going to want to go to the film sack channels we have a number of people who will always let us know if anything mm-hmm. like this is streaming. We're, yeah. we're good. We're yeah. going to find out. You're not wrong. All right. Ed Predator that 87. Said, we, it probably would be smart to set up some alerts with uh, Just Watch or, or oh, uh, Real yeah. View or whatever it is that, you know, do that stuff automatically. Let us know automatically. Oh, does that, was that what happens? Oh, yeah. got to sign One of those. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. When it, Technology works. One yeah. of those you can set up to give you an alert when it shows up on specific streaming services that you identify oh yeah here it is just watch has a uh you sync a oh thing. so we can watch it right now on fubo uh fubo what is fubo never heard of it fubo <laughs> advertising uh like for you by us yeah there you go little that, no that'd be for us by you <laughs> <laughs> uh so hold on a second yeah you're right it's the only one stream streaming on fubo and then nothing everything else is a rental or a oh, but they, now they got a real deal thing now now they got live channels and stuff so maybe i'm wrong but you got to pay for it. It's a paid service, right? Looks like it. Okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to put if it on this little uh, watch list thing, which should alert us when it. I just we we will be we have to at some point. Film sack can never end until Predator One is under our belt. We've done two. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't we do the remake too? The broken Did we nose. Do Predators. I think so. What's his name? Had the broken nose in it. Um, because he always has a broken nose. What's his name? <laughs> the pianist. Explain it. The pianist guy, I can't think of his name. Oh yeah, uh, uh, what is that guy's name? Harley Von <laughs> Sticker Nuts. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Whatever it is, you know, he's in all kinds of things. I can't. Adrian think of his name. Brody. Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody. He stabbed yes, that one guy do. in that movie with the village thing. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. The that village. guy's name. The village. I forgot the village. <laughs> Uh, yes, it. we did that see that funny. one. Okay. There, there's always three films that come to mind when you say film sack can never end until, and this is just for me. This is just for me. Okay. Uh, always the arrival, the not arrival, but the arrival. Okay. Oh yeah, the uh, first one with, with the shot. And 
And of course, uh, the postman always comes to mind because I'm determined to make you all watch it and talk to me about it. I know it's long, but mm. like it just every time you no, say No, I'm that, into like, that. I'm into the postman. And, I'm totally And then our, I've always felt like for a long time, eight or more years, I felt like our final episode needs to be Twister. It just, I can't help myself. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Why is there? Why, so real quick, sorry. Why is there a, 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 an X-ray of somebody's penis in the in the disc? Oh, Randy! <laughs> okay. Oh my God! I just noticed. Thanks this. for the sorry. heads up. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like going back to Discord. I'm like, why? Wait, what is, what that? is this? It's a the Wikipedia about the John. Thomas. I see about John it, Thomas. Randy. Yeah. Weird. All right, that's fine. Don't heads up is actually not what's going on there. No, no. Heads down. Heads down. It has refers to the position. Of, okay. All right. Yeah. It's all, it's all fine. <laughs> say no more. Say no more. Uh, say this, no this more. Movie How's it hanging? This, That's how it's hanging. This, right. mo this movie does suffer a little bit from the uh, it's pre 9-11 terrorists are kind of cartoon characters. Just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm curious when uh, I was trying to figure out at what point in time what our transfer copy was for Netflix because during the film. Uh, I, I I was watching and there were words that the terrorists were saying mm -hmm. that they dubbed over. Right. With, the mouth like, was they, mouth was moving, but uh, mouth no. was saying mouth was saying Allah. And actually, in the subtitles it said Allah, but then in oh, the movie really? he said God. And I then, heard him say uh, Allah. I heard him say Allah a couple times. I thought I don't know if they ever actually said Allah or not. I, they, yeah, when they he died, he, he yelled it and he screamed it. Allah is very. And then earlier he says uh, when he, he was saying what he was going to do, mm -hmm. he goes, "Allah is very pleased with us right now." And, mm -hmm. and then he said something. Then he then he said uh, they dubbed over infidel with enemy. Oh. And there was a couple of oh, was really is like that. I was like, did they think not think the audience was uh, sophisticated enough at that time, or did it get? I mean, terrorists were a thing, man. Terrorists were, were, you know, certainly terrorism was a right. thing. It's just that we hadn't had such was a massive one. Was it in our public Not in the same way, yeah. Things right. things were more like the terrorists and like, uh, what's the Schwarzenegger movie from 94 that was? True Lies. True Lies, yeah. They were like True that. Lies. Just a total cartoon character of a terrorist. Oh, yeah. These, these were, uh, these were, I mean, it was all the stuff that you expected for a terrorist, right? Yep. In this film. Yep, totally. Music, everything. Yep. This is all true. Hey, I have clips. You guys want to hear these? Yeah. I got some good ones. Uh, this movie's got some decent stuff. Although there's a big swath where it's just all whispering and nobody says anything. But uh, there's enough in here to enjoy. So enjoy this. I, I wrote here, this is one of my favorite tropes in an action film. And I don't remember what it was, so I'll just play it. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> when they do the opening like it's a little story set up but they do it with like fake computer text and fake yes. computer noises yeah. i love that i am so glad that no computer ever makes that noise whenever it, every <laughs> single letter has to make a noise right. when it shows up on screen i know i don't know why they do that even like in the alien movies alien and yeah. alien uh, yeah. aliens and everything they they always start with this little like yep it, no. it, you know it probably comes from like the computers in old movies like that where they go like when they're calculating something and there's nobody we never had a computer that did that no and there's some of that in this movie later which i'll play in a second hey uh i don't know if you guys know this but uh, i got some audio uh from brian ibbett's dad this time your dad said oh oh about time he joins in the fun that's right this is from this is uh, advice i guess on prom night before you left so here's what he says that night. Okay, solo time. Just remember, keep it simple. Stick and rudder. Relax and fly, fly the, the plane. plane. <laughs> Got it. 
Yeah, just good advice, general <laughs> advice. Thanks for bringing up the fact that I went to prom solo. Yes, yeah, no problem. Ah. But it was all, you know, very innuendo. I don't know what he meant, but <laughs> anyway. I, I, I don't know, Brian. Over over the years, I feel like we've established that you went to about 100 proms, <laughs> uh, about about 70 to 80 of them with different girls, a bunch of, a bunch of them with dudes. Yep. Yep. You're not wrong. All right, here's one about being sorry. I don't remember what this is either. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. As the plain lady. That's yeah, I love was. her, though. Yeah, she's great. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. I hit your didn't mean to drop my bag on your thing of diamonds. <laughs> she reminded so me. Dumb. She reminded they, me. I needed more explaining than that. She I needed more explaining than some why he had electronic device at one point in time, and then it turned into mm. a box of diamonds. Yeah, like, that was weird. That was weird. And they also were ha- very hand wavy about the fact that he was, you know, of Middle Eastern descent looking and, you know, they, right. they kind of messed with us there. But I did love, but it did give me the, my favorite scene of the movie. It hurt that, that, uh, that, that distraction, that hand waving, whenever later on he realizes, oh, it's not the guy in that, in that seat it's the guy down the way. And when he looks up, he looks up and he's looking around and he spots the terrorist. That look on that guy's face. Yeah, it's pretty good. Priceless. Oh, oh. You look like a little. Oh, I gotta like, pull this thing out and start typing on it. You look like a little. Th- look a little thumb back there, like a little thumb yeah. sticking yeah. up. It was hilarious. Uh, here's. Dun, dun, dun. I think this is Halle Berry. I don't remember. May I help you? Nope, that was the guy at the place that just got bombed in the in the UK. That's what it was. Mm. Oh, sh- sweaty terrorist coming in. I just like how he sounds. All right. Uh, then you got uh, this deal. That was a very brave thing to do. And totally unnecessary. So I can't tell if he's good at that accent or bad, because I think he's British or French. He, he is. is. Uh, he's British. I, I looked it up. Yeah. And he's Perot in that famous sh- sh- long-running BBC. Poirot. Yeah. or whatever the hell you say it. Uh, and this feels like he slums it, but then he does a lot <laughs> of slumming. That's fine. Right. Yeah, David Suchet. I like that guy. Actually, born in South Africa. Oh, no. Yeah, he was born in London, but his uh, yeah. parents came from uh, South Africa. His dad came from South Africa. He's got a look to him. Mm-hmm. It's cool. He it does. It's very Michael Ironsides. Like, he, yeah. you know, it's, if without the accent, you'd think you're looking at Michael Ironsides at times. Why did he pull this? I, I understand that people hadn't seen him in a while, but, man, he, was, he really bought into the saint look there when he first started. had that fake mustache and beard and glasses on in the on the plane it was weird. did he i don't remember having all that did he have all that yeah on? He, he went to the he went to the bathroom and he oh, started right. taking all that stuff off all right that's right no that was cool i mean that was more that was more distracting for me if i just saw that like Ooh, who's that guy i thought his little second in command right. guy that got killed so quickly i thought he had a longer story in this i think that actor's been in something else where he does have a longer mm-hmm. story and it's another terrorist movie but i don't know what it is can't place it, it. the director's cut of this maybe maybe i've seen that Hey, uh, always bring this. Oh, to Oh, you know what oh, you've seen? But you've seen a perfect murder. Oh, maybe and I have. And and <laughs> did did we watch it for film sake? No, I don't. It's been a long time. No, is that the Kevin Costner one, or am I thinking of? No, oh, that's no, a perfect it's a world. Michael Douglas movie. Yeah, where uh, where I don't want to. Well, it's I don't want to give it all away. But anyway, this David I'm Suchet guy. The murder turns out turns out not to be perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert. If people can be if people give me Mandalorian spoilers this week, we can surely talk about a movie from 
Are people doing that? Because I haven't gotten any yet for episode three, which I was supposed to watch last night. And didn't. Well, yeah, not this particular episode, but like uh, the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this earlier this past week, like like immediately when I was like, okay, I'm finally called up. I can watch this. I think that was the same day. Disney said, no, no, go ahead. Spill your guts, internet. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was two weeks. Yeah, it's it been was two weeks. Two weeks. Two yep. weeks. Two weeks. Uh, speaking of my, Michael Ironsides. Okay. Here is, uh, the, always bring these to work. I got a jog bra on a pair of running shorts. Okay, bring those every time. <laughs> a jog bra. I've never heard that. Sports bra. Jog I've heard. bra. Never heard jog bra. That used to be a thing. Jog bra. Uh, that's what your stoner friend says when you're like, oh, I need some exercise. Sound, Why don't you jog Sound like bra. a Travolta. Jog bra. What is it? What is it? Some kind of jog bra. <laughs> what do you got there? What do you got there, jog bra? <laughs> Come on, ma. <laughs> <laughs> all right here's I, I wrote like all bad politicians so it must be that senator well it seems that our first posture must be one of containment no it's that guy it's a it sounds like the first posture mm-hmm. is stretching yeah cut me in the bathroom let me uh, finish up here and i'll answer your questions <laughs> so here we have one of our star trek connections and a member of the cast of scrubs uh aka kelso oh, yeah, from yeah. scrubs he's only in this briefly i thought he'd have a bigger role he's some military guy at the beginning sort of laying out what's going on you'll know the voice when you hear it here he is i agree i hate the idea of conceding anything to that bastard but we have to get him on the ground then we have some options yeah that guy mm-hmm. he gets <laughs> here is uh paul from last week who got killed on a bridge he's in this movie i forgot his name actor name but the guy from last week from uh, wilhelm, is his name. wilhelm is his name <laughs> screaming is his game um here he is it means shutting it down rerouting all traffic a full military control of the entire area nice his ears are all out to the side and everything mm-hmm he has a map of Ireland on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely does. All Call right. Back. I just like how this sounds. Come on. All right. So if we ever need someone to go on. <laughs> Come on. Go on. Go on. Uh, oh, here's Seagal talking about things. I think that Mr. Grant could provide us with a great advantage. And I'd just love to have him come along. He's sneaky little slimy little bastard. Yeah, I mean, it's like basically I just want him to fail in a very public arena kind of thing, right? That was mm-hmm, his whole right. plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's jerk. basically it. He is a jerk. Vladimir Putin. I bring him along. I want him to see how tough life is, you know, up in the air and yeah, <laughs> yeah. <playing tennis>. <laughs> <laughs> Here's some more Seagal talk. Enjoy the pre-flight Seagal talk. All right, now, once we find the bad guys, we're going to look for the DC-5. If we find it, Doc, you're going to tap into the oxygen supply system with the sleep agent. It lights out. Take the bird. Take the bird. Take the bird. The DC-5. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Take the bird. And then they had a good time and laughed, and I captured some of these stupid, bad laughs. So here's that. Here's some guys laughing. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) <laughs> they just it's the worst like secondary adr laughter added later it's bad all right why are we not climbing why are we not climbing all right there's that uh let's see oh here's the sm- here's the smell joke where they got in their fight hope the smell doesn't give us away oh the first part i don't remember in there weird yeah that, okay some, there must have been something in my netflix transfer or i didn't hear that before yeah it's, it's uh that's right at the beginning yeah you'd yeah. miss it 
It fits in really well. Uh, here, I wrote Senator Guy Sucks. So here's this clip. Senator, I think we gotta go. Shut up. Do you want to get this killed? All right. There's that guy. JT. <laughs> no, I don't guess so. What's his name? J- not JT Walsh. What's his name? J- yeah. JP. Yeah. JP Walsh. Oh, JT Walsh. Walsh is the JP. senator. Yeah, yeah. Who am I thinking of? Thinking of a different actor whose name is similar. Anyway, here's a Terminator guy. Uh, <laughs> I wrote Terminator Science Alerty. alerty alerty i don't remember what this is it may be that bad computer sound here it is oh no 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 this is great this is where he he's got a he's got a broken vertebrae and he's trying to talk and there's just something about what he does with the noises so here you go i I tell you what if uh if i can i i mean if if you can disable the switch it'll probably buy you some time He's really going all at it. <laughs> when was that morphine going to kick in? Yeah. Uh, right. It sure was uh, quick acting mor- or slow acting morphine, but it sure didn't yeah. last long. Mm-hmm. Uh, never Whatever heard this. Fr- you do. Never heard, <laughs> never heard this phrase before. Check this one out. I think we're looking up the ass of a dead dog, but it's worth a try. I think we're looking up the ass of a dead dog, but let's Yeah. Try. Does that mean like you're, you're looking, you're, you know, you look at the wrong thing? I guess Looking so. in the wrong place. Or you're going maybe down the, the wrong hole. Thing ever, maybe pointless <laughs> activities. What do you call pointless that? Pointless activities. It's, a, at a, dog's it's, a, it's a rabbit yeah. hole. That's the whole. It's he could have just said, "I think it's a rabbit hole." We may as well try. Yeah, see, see that's way better. Yeah, yeah. Not a dead dog's a hole. That's right. Weird. That's it. Who would be looking up a dead dog's a hole? Nobody. If, you, but I guess if that's you're looking point. up a dead dog's asshole and you don't know you're looking up a dead dog's asshole, then yeah. You're something you need wrong to with pull you. back a little bit. Sure, <laughs> but if you're looking for a rabbit in a hole, that's normal because you need the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, right. That's dumb. All right, maybe the dog swallowed something you need to recover. You never know. know. You never know. I don't know. Oh, a rabbit. Oh, it could be. <laughs> that's where the rabbit comes out. Yeah, it's, it's like a dog ducking. Did mom mom ever tell you how where <laughs> rabbits came from? All right, here's a f- here's some more fun pain noises from him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure that's not Randy's Skype from last week? Oh, my yeah. baby. Let's listen again. That's close. It's close. Um, all right. Let's see. What is this? Oh, my wife says this is how I whisper. This is an, okay, So I captured it for this reason. I think, I think it's Leguizamo, but my wife thinks I whisper way too loud whenever I go anywhere. Like, I'm going to a funeral today, and I know I'm going to whisper too loud. That's just how it is, is with me. Dead? So here's here's the clip of that. And it's just, you may as well just picture me saying this. Okay, the dude's in my sights. I'll blow the lights and be gone my signal. There's no way that no one hears right. that. Yeah, yeah there's, it's the person who doesn't know that whispering is just, just letting air out. <laughs> yeah. But they think they've actually got to like, like talk yeah. with hiss. Yeah. I'm right. talking with hiss. <laughs> I do this and she's always nudging me going, everybody can hear you. And I'm like, honey. I'm just whispering. No, you're not. Anyway. <laughs> you don't know what whispering is. Uh, once again, we have a movie where it says its own name, so here's that. Call the president. It's an executive decision now. Bing! <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to try and fit it into a sentence. We're just going to put the words, it's an uh in front of it. In, yeah. In reality, it's actually the opposite, right? Like, in reality, you try to keep these decisions as far down the chain of command as possible so that the people 
You had to bring up Skype. Yeah, you brought it up. It's your fault. It's your fault, Brian. You brought it up. You said Skype issues. You said internet issues. And then immediately Randy got Skype voice again. Thanks a lot, Ibit. You brought the curse back. Uh, it's all coxing. I like to call it coxing. He has there you coxing, go. I like right? that. Randy, are you there? Now? I don't like it. Randy, like are, you th- it. are you there now, Randy? Randy, are you there now? Are you there now, Randy? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Good. You sound better now. Your other thing was just a lot of long Skype, but it's all good now. You sound fine now. Don't yell. Don't don't get mad. <laughs> all right here is uh i brought here would a ca- oh this is just a funny exchange about needing a video camera here you go would a video camera work yeah you got one no <laughs> would it work would yeah. you got one idiot. no the answer is to that is would a, would a video camera work yes but we don't have one right you don't have to say right. you for, what kind of soldier are you where you have to wait for a follow-up to ask if you have one and then you say no that's stupid yeah. i hate that Ugh. All right, here's this. Don't cut that wire. Whatever you do, don't cut that wire. Yeah, okay. Thanks for the trope. Woke up just in time. Yeah, that worked out great. Also, these guys are geniuses. Look how long it took them to decode this. 21K. 21K. (laughs) 21K. It took them a lot longer to move from 21K to 21K. And they knew it was was a seat, right? They jump up and they high five. Ugh. Was she? Oh, is she? Is she telling us that she likes one of us? Yeah. <laughs> is she saying she only makes twenty one thousand dollars a year as a as a flight attendant? Oh no, it's a seat. Twenty one k. Twenty one k. Idiots. Two two oh t o t o one w o n. Okay, so she's telling us who won. Somebody won. Uh, <laughs> by the way, eleven seats across. Right from yeah, A to yeah, K, yeah, right. yeah, that's not yeah. a lot of that's a seat plane across an aisle. That's a big three plane. Five, it's a three five three. Yeah. Wait. What? What's a three five three? Oh, three seats, five seats, three, three seats. Three seats, five, and then five in the middle and three in the end. Gotcha. I've been on one of those since I went to Hong Kong. Been a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. International. Didn't, a lot of the interiors did not look like that. A lot of those shots in that plane were of a narrower plane. Oh, well, yeah. that was the upstairs shots. Then upstairs was like a four four, or maybe even a three three. Yeah, if that's a true okay. seven forty seven, then the top's yeah. smaller, bottoms. Well, I'll tell you what: flying out of Hong Kong in a typhoon does not make a difference, no matter how wide that plane is or how big it is. Mm, you, sure, you felt yeah. like you were being jerked around like a. All right. Oh well. Yeah, oh, that doesn't wow. sound good at all. I don't. <laughs> I don't know why that even got said. That's a very odd wow. thing to say. All right, moving on. How about this? Uh, the, here's some fake computer noises. Enjoy these. Come on. Oh, we can't find the bomb. We know it's in one of these suitcases. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm guessing it's this one. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. All right, here's... Who, but who arranges it in the first place? The bomb builder is like... This isn't making enough noise. Right. Yeah. 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 They definitely went all full Vegas. Let's put a that. decoy on top of the real bomb that uh, sounds like a carnival ride taking off. Sure. Why not? They got it, though. They got it. They got it. Okay. They got it. Yeah. They got it. They got it. They got it. They got it. Dude, that, got it's, it. Not, it's not whispering. When you yell, <laughs> yell whispering isn't whispering. No. They yeah. got it. The whole world hears that. Everybody upstairs in the plane hears that. Come on. All right. 
Come on, people. I wrote what here because I don't know what's I don't know what this means. So I'm gonna play it. I take back every rust picket squid hating thing I've ever said about swabbies. What is he? Including the two I just dropped in this sentence. Right. And I assume that's where they were trying to go because it was gonna create tension between between Russell because he was used to be, but ah, whatever. I don't know. Well he was Navy, they were Navy. And speaking of Top Gun, that was Iceman's uh, wingman. Oh, what? Really? Oh, right. Yeah. That's yeah. who that actor is. Crap. Yeah, I can't remember, can't remember the actor's or the, the character name, but. Uh... Frosty? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great if you were doing. Like, we're, let's put Frosty and Iceman together. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I forgot about that. Good call. Good, Whip, good pull. Uh, Whip Hubley or Hubley. Whip is his name? Whip, Whip is his name. His name. Yeah. yeah. Hollywood. He was Hollywood in. Uh, yeah, Top I got in Hollywood. If yeah. I hit him in the face with a pineapple, would that make him a pineapple whip? <laughs> that sounds really good to me. Yes. Of all the, sh- I've given up sugar, but all of the things that are, have sugar in them that make me miss sugar the most, I think it's a pineapple, like a Dole Whip. A Dole Whip. Dole Whip. Dole whip. You might be able to make a an artificial sweetener Dole Whip. Yeah, I might. I might try to do that. Because that mm-hmm. sounds actually really the the pineapple in there would be sweet enough. So, well, that's true. Just do anything. the yeah. Also, that yeah. sounds like a sweetener. Sweet enough, <laughs> doesn't it? Sweet enough. Yeah. Yes, it does. Sweet enough. Sweet, sweet enough. <laughs> That'd be a great name for a sweetener. Yeah. You'd only need to add just enough. Just yeah. enough sweetness. Just a little. <laughs> the commercials write themselves. That's, right. It's totally. really good. All right. Just fly the plane. Who cares? Just fly the plane. All right. Jeez, Halle Berry. Jeez. I mean, Halle Berry, Jan Jean. Yeah. Jan Jean. I mean, she's she's been bad for this whole mission, if you think about it. Like, it with like. She tried to hide the passenger manifest. Didn't help. Yeah. She tried right. to identify the mole. Didn't help. Right. Yeah. Right. Like now she's up there screaming at him while he's trying to do something. Yep. He asks her for help on something, and she's looking through a packet of papers and not helping. Yep. Like it's like the writers hate this character. Right. They don't love her. I liked her in this though. She's very good in it. Uh, for what it was, it was not a huge role or anything, but. Mm-hmm. No, I mean it was no Marla Maples Trump role, but uh, <laughs> it was no storm though. She never did get to ask, you know, you know what happens to a Steven Seagal gets thrown out of a plane. <laughs> yep, you same thing as same thing struck by lightning. Yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, here's the ripoff of Die Hard I was talking about the ending, and it bugged me, and so here it is. So, Gene, tell me something. Do you like hockey? Hockey? No, I only like baseball. <laughs> It's very nice to go traveling to Paris, London, and Rome. It's lame. Lame. So that's a throwback, right? That's a callback to him asking a woman out at a party when he gets pulled. And I I did not catch it. Like, I sat there. I'm like, why is this the last line in the movie? It took me a while. (laughs) I figured that part out. But the part that just bugged me is this, like, you know, crooner music at the end, even though it's not Christmas music. Is very diehard. It was just like mm-hmm. pulled straight from diehard. Do something creative, guys. I don't know what. You may as well have had the Amish guy show up with a gun at the last second and have somebody shoot him. Like, just go full diehard. If you're going to go a little diehard, go full diehard. Get me those mm-hmm. detonators. Right. Bill Clay. All, all of it. Just do it all. <laughs> he runs into the guy with his, with his fake mustache and beard in the bottom of the plane. Oh, sorry. I was looking for the bathroom. <laughs> my, name is, my name is Larry... <laughs> Suitcase, carry on, Larry, carry yeah, on. Yeah, because he'd look and see a carry on. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's a great scene that just should have happened. All right. <laughs> One final note. 
Steven Seagal is basically Russian now. Vladimir Putin. All right, moving on. He helped us fight the Russians in the movies, but man, he loves them now. We're now going to do this. This is the Film Sack Checklist. Always bring Oliver Platt to a plane fight. Check. Uh, Would you like Halle Berry with your peanuts? Check. And finally... These passengers are way too chill for what's actually happening. And I really believe that, by the way. They were way too chill. There were moments, you know, a little panic here and there. But that is a long flight of just kind of chilling out and not really freaking out enough. I would have been freaking out the entire time. I may have jumped out, honestly. This is all going on. Uh, Star Trek connections, there are 14 strong connections. However, to save time, Daryl is focused on four. I'm not sure they're the right four, but I'll tell you what they are. Uh, you had American Ambassador Donaldson. He was Admiral uh, Marcus Holt in the inter, uh, Interface. He also appeared in Voyager as Vice Admiral Owen Paris, father of uh, Commander Paris. Uh, let's see, Richard Reel, the guy we talked about. He was Airline Marshal George Edwards in Voyager, played Bati. In Voyager, played Seamus, Seamus, I guess. In Enterprise, played Dr. Jeremy Lucas in an episode called Cold Station 12. Ken Jenkins played General Wood. Oh, yeah. General mm. Wood. Mm. They really tried hard on that name too. Yeah, General. <laughs> General Wood. General Wood. <laughs> TNG. He played Doctor. <laughs> Anything specific? No, just some General Wood. Yep. Uh, he was Paul. I think this is the Paul Stubbs guy. Well, he's he's the dude from Scrubs. And then Jaffa played the recurring character of Romulan Commander Tomalak, and on Enterprise, uh, Vizian Captain Drenric in the second episode, Congenator. But here's the problem. You left off a guy who literally directed a Star Trek film, so I would have included him. So the guy that made this movie also made Star Trek Nemesis. That would be the one I would add. Uh, Soundtrack, Greg, give it a G for Goldsmithy. It's very Goldsmithy. And uh, finally, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 280 characters or less. I think this week we'll go totally off uh, the norm and ask for Randy to start. Executive decision. Pack a whole lot of people into a fairly small space, crank their emotional state up to 11, and then have some of the sexiest men you've ever seen show up in commando gear, and you've got a Saturday night at Ibbett's House. Nice. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, by the way, at Ibbett's House has a manifest, though. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you I mean... circle the Sky Marshal? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they circle the Sky Marshal? Why was that? I don't know. That's what I said. Worst decision ever. Yeah. Yeah. Someone yeah, made an executive kind of decision. Goes, goes completely against why you have a Sky Marshal. Right. right. Don't let anyone know he's on board. Duh. All right. Uh, right here in the hall. Uh, Brian Dunaway. Oh, executive decision. Like two hours of intense zip lining, wire cutting, lights flashing action to get attention of some while hiding the attention from others. It's sweaty work, but like was almost got to do it. <laughs> he was sweaty. We didn't even talk about... Um, What's his name? Uh, B.D. Wong in this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's cool. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. He's yeah. great on Mr. Oh, Robot. Yeah. He's very good in there. He was good on Law and Order. He was, he was kind of one of the best things about that season of uh, Gotham where he was uh, Doctor Strange. Not the doc, not the Marvel Doctor Strange, but the DC Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, what's his? He has a fuller name there. It's a fuller name. Mr. Doctor Strange. No, it's more, like. More fuller name. Something. Oh. Uh, yeah, like his first name, because they had put the first name so he wouldn't get confused with Doctor Strange. Right, and I, and I can almost hear Schleicher saying it, and I can't think of it. Oh, well. Uh, I can't think of it. 
Uh, I'm coming up with it right now. I'm Osmond, thinking. I'm, I'm Oslo. Thinking Hugo. 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 Strange. <laughs> it was something like I'm that. Com- I'm coming up with it without using any other electronic means. Okay, sure. I believe you. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, uh, Brian Ibbett. Executive decision. Pulling my notes back up. Uh, this movie finally gives us the backstory of how Steven Seagal ended up in Russia. Hmm. <laughs> he just flew out of the chute, the tether, and landed yeah. on a like. Just a, landed in Russia, yeah. in Red yep. Square. Uh, I guess I'll make new life here. I, now. I will live here now. Vladimir Putin. Putin. <laughs> he has he 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 got, has citizenship there now, and I think doesn't have American anymore. Like he's really uh, into Russia. Be, yeah. He's really into it. All right. Uh, the, uh, oh, hey, look at this. Hold on. Sorry. I'm not prepared because this is exciting news. Oh, wrong one. Okay. I was just saying that this card right here. Oh, look. It's the... Oh, shit. I dropped it. It's the alternate titles. This was almost called the Mile High Flub. <laughs> oh, wow. Good That's one. good. Yeah. Good. Or it was almost called the Final Straw because the straws... Oh, yeah. 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 See? These are, these are great. All right, uh, we got an email this week we'd like to read. This is from Joe from Kirksville, Missouri. And uh, he wrote in and says, hello, Scott, Brian, Brian, and Brian. <laughs> Why are there so many Brians? Oh, it's, a, Brian's. It's just, there's an extra Brian, but there is definitely a Randy. Um, and he says, in all of the Film Sack audience, I have yet to watch Dante's Peak. But judging from what I heard on Film Sack, I can only imagine I won't be bored. But while I was listening to the show, I opened IMDb to get an idea who starred in it. Much to my surprise, I saw a name I recognize, Bill Chott, which is, or I guess it's Cot, is how you say it. Mm. Uh, the H is silent. Anyway, we graduated from Central Methodist College, now Central Methodist oh. University, together. He is also an alumni of our fraternity, Chi Delta. Uh, he most, or Chi Delta, I don't know how you say it. Uh, he mostly played small parts, but has developed quite a resume for himself. He played a geek in Galaxy Quest. Uh, the guy who annoys Alan Rickman's character at the autograph signing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's memorable. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also played a security guard in Dude, Where's My Car? And most yeah. recently played the mailman in This Is Us from the three uh, the, from three years ago on NBC. Bill is one of the funniest guys I've ever seen. I thought I would just share this personal film sack connection with you guys and the listeners. Keep on sacking Joe from Kirksville. Well, that's great. I love to hear stuff like that little personal connections and stuff we're watching and, yeah uh, totally yeah i wonder if you cool. still do you guys still talk do you like hang out do you like go to lunch <laughs> once in a while does he annoy you with a request for a signature <laughs> the other way around so who knows right uh also i noticed in a few emails i didn't pull them out in particular to read them all because they all sort of said the same thing but uh i have been informed by numerous sources and confirmed it myself the Last Boy Scout is on Netflix, and we probably ought to get that one in here mm-hmm. um, ASAP. So get our right. Bruce, our Bruce I mean, Willis slash uh, what's his name in there? Who's in there? Uh, yeah, you know they're uh, high school dudes, uh, uh, and they're on their last campout. Yeah, okay. <laughs> high school dudes. Martin Lawrence. No, it's the... it's one of the the brothers. Are you seriously? Oh, it was Wayans, right? right Damon right. Wayans. Right. It's Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans, who had a brief moment of like. You know, I get I get the Wayne's brothers and the Bridges brothers confused all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a so hard one to keep straight. Before we now, is that is that Bo Bridges? Oh, I thought or... that was was that pre-show or I thought that was during the show. Now, <laughs> I think it was pre-show. Oh, okay, that's all right. Give hey, people we, a little we, bonus. It's fine. Also, we got to make sure we add uh, we got to add Black Hole now that we have Disney Plus and now that everybody Ooh. has Disney Plus. That is our that is our first foray into the Disney Plus film sack. One hundred percent agree. Got to do Black Hole. 
So Last Boy Scout and Black Hole coming soon to a film sack near you. However, and next we're sure week we've never done the Last Boy Scout. We have never done the Last Boy Scout. Right. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it. Uh, next week though, War with who? Randy, who's in it? That'll be Jet Li and Jason Statham. Yeah. I like that. Nice. This seems recent-ish. Is it recent? No, it's about twenty years old. Oh, and, oh wow! Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get the Jason Statham that you uh, miss from the past when he was young and so energetic. Let's see. Oh yeah. Well, it's not that old. Two thousand seven. I was thinking like you meant like eighties or nineties or. Something. Oh, you're right. Okay. Well, 12, so twelve, 12, 12 years. years. Yeah, still yeah. a long time. Still a good good beast. I remember when two thousand three when we did the core. I remember thinking that was so long mm-hmm. ago, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, eh. Still 2013. Who cares? And still worth absolutely nothing. Say it again. Say it again. Ooh, Luis oh, Guzman is in that. All right, I'm in. Yeah. Any movie with Luis Guzman, we're mm-hmm. watching it. Yep, mm-hmm. I agree. That right. that unfortunately That's is Saul going Rubinick. to. Yeah. Why someday not? I'm gonna make you guys watch my favorite version of the Count of Monte Cristo because it has Luis Guzman. Okay, I'm in. Love it. Uh, the tagline or the uh, description for this is great. An FBI agent seeks revenge on a mysterious uh, on a mysterious assassin known as Rogue. Who murdered his partner? Well, I hope Rogue doesn't touch him. No, Rogue get his powers. <laughs> anyway, Sounds there like you quite go. A gambit. It sure does. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, it had to be said. I'm just glad it was you that said it. <laughs> That's gonna do it for Film Sack. If you want to be like Joe from Kirksville and send us your own emails, you can filmsack at gmail.com, filmsack.com for everything else. That includes all of our archives and everything else. Uh, Randy mentioned our Discord. We don't mention that enough. Please join it. Be a part of the FilmSack group in there, the FilmSack server. Lots of great discussion happening in and around the movies we watch. Also great suggestions about movies we should watch. And just a good community overall. So do check that out. That's linked over at FilmSack.com. And wherever you find your podcast, leave us a review. It helps us more than you know. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Land the plane. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Vladimir Putin.